This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Welcome, my friends, to the Wolverine Speedway Show down at Madurk. You're at npr.nz triple nine am. We talk speedway, Robertson Holden International Speedway. Plus, we talk with drivers and track managers, promoters from other tracks around New Zealand. Chris, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Stu. Yeah, good, Chris. Good to be back, and good to be back in the studio, mate, as well. It's been a while. Yeah, two months. It has, something like that, yeah. And um, who better to have as our first guest back in the studio than Bruce Robertson himself. So uh, good to have you back in studio, Bruce. Oh, I'm very, very happy to be Speedway Racing again. It's uh, Without the too many restrictions, we've still got to get over the um, Vax Pass after this weekend. But mm. from then on, Speedway, she's open slather and we'll, we've got some exciting things coming up. Yes, yeah. for sure. I bet you were bombarded by a thousand calls last week with the news. Oh, exactly. Yeah, there was uh, lots of people saying, hey, what great news. And nobody expected her to do it quite so quickly either. Mm. I sort of thought she'd drag it out till Easter or yep. something like that just to, just to keep everybody on their toes. But no, they've realised that there's no sense in trying to fight something that you just can't fight, and that's all there is to it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Beauty. Right, uh, with, that, with that great news of uh, unlimited crowds outside, we've got a bit of racing, like you say, to get back into. I want to just quickly touch, though, um, it actually ended up being a great season at Western Springs. Might not have been a long season, but the racing was awesome for what I saw each night, and it just looked like a nice, um, I guess you say, fun season up there too. Well, yeah, the the competitors really got behind and sorted, uh, supported those uh, red light meetings that we ran. We ran about four of them, I think, yeah. four or five of them, maybe six of them at the end of the day. And it was just um, great to have Speedway and, and have them out there racing. And, and they, they all got behind it and had some really good racing, that's for sure. And yep. we only had eight meetings up there and we can't have – we're – allocated 12 but we can't run any more because of the um, restrictions from the Auckland City Council so uh, that's that's the end of that season and uh, it ended with a demolition derby from sprint cars <laughs> Did it, what? <laughs> Un- unbelievable when you got, uh, I think there were 20 cars starting, 19 or 20 and by lap 2 there was only 6 left going so oh, it was wow. just uh, they couldn't even get one lap done and they, they were all piled over each other, it was of course, um, Michael Pickens drew 20, which meant the whole field was reversed mm. and uh, the um, pace of all those fast sprint cars was just too much for them to you know, hold it all together for more than, uh, more than a couple of laps. But hey, that's racing and unfortunately a lot of guys missed out on that feature because of it. Yeah, yep. how, how was the crowd? Was the crowd, crowd wasn't too bad yep. considering, yeah, the... Auckland public is still very nervous of COVID. Of mm, course, yep. it was running at a peak um, leading up to last weekend. So, but yeah, we got we got a reasonable crowd. It was it was good to see people out there again, and what a difference it made in the pits. The yeah. public around and and just the enthusiasm of people and people up on the bank there cheering and waving and that sort of thing. What a yeah, it was a was a great way to. I guess finish the Western Springs Speedway season. Yep, exactly it was. And with um, not only the crowd thing coming in last week, um, a few other things around the border and stuff. So we're heading into next season at Western Springs, I think could be, well, hopefully it's going to be your best one yet, Bruce, because it's been a couple of up and, well, I wouldn't say up and downs, but there's been stop starts for you. But um, hopefully some internationals coming back with the borders opening. It should actually look to a great season next year, backing up off to, as I say, it was a short season, but it looked like a, a super fun one this year. But next season looks will be awesome, I'd say. Oh, yes, it's going to be great if we can get the internationals back there again. They've been very much missed over the last couple of seasons, and particularly for that big Boxing Day meeting. We've, we love to have mm. the internationals there for that. But uh, hopefully... Things will uh, stay on the right side, and we're not going to have to get locked down again. And we'll be able to uh, run the run the internationals and some of the other events that we had planned there, and be, get a full season in. Yep. Well, as it is, it's a very 
short and restricted season, but uh, we'll make the most of it. That's it. Keeping with the Auckland theme and looking forward to this weekend, um, Prestige Pools, Waikaraka Speedway, you had a meeting there uh, last week, which um, which was a, a bit of a club night, which was great, but this week, got a bit of championship racing going on, so to speak. Oh yes, we're back into normal speedway racing, the club put on a couple of meetings there, end of each month, just to keep the their competitors, I suppose, or the club members racing and, and and give them an opportunity to to go racing. I mean, when you've got, you know, 50 or 100,000 tied up in a race car, well, you don't mm. like it sitting in the garage or sitting in a workshop somewhere. So they got out there and, and supported it. But we're back to normal racing. Of course, the first one to start is the uh, Ollie Brown Memorial Superstocks race. Yeah. Ollie was a well-known celebrity around Auckland. Mm. She had lots to do with the Mad Butcher and, and the league players and, and the rugby players and great supporter for Waikaraka and, and a great supporter of her team. So she was um, awesome in the way that she promoted Speedway and showed enthusiasm for it. She was well known all around the country. Uh, she went everywhere the, the Auckland team went and um, was the mascot almost for yeah. them. So. <laughs> Too right, and usually drags in a good um, competitor-wise yeah, too. Is that Ollie Brown? Oh yes, it does. Yeah, the um, Rotorua boys will be up as usual. They, they, um, the Hunters and yep. and that family, they're great supporters of the Ollie Brown, and we're looking forward to having them up there for this weekend. Beauty. So, what time does everything kick off in Auckland and, and pricing and stuff like that? Uh, Six o'clock start. Uh, Twenty-five dollars for an adult, ten dollars for a child, and we have a gold card. $10 up there as well as a special and $60 gives you your family of two adults and up to four kids and seven and under of course are free up there so Sweet. it's um, very affordable and, and also the hot dogs and chips and the burgers and all that sort of thing are extremely well priced at uh, Waikaraka. And back of course they've been missed as well at those that haven't been at Speedway for a little bit. Um <clears throat> Another good one on the program, but it's only a one-nighter this year. It's the Teams Nationals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've got that down as a one-nighter at this stage. A couple of weeks after the big Teams Champs yep. here, and uh, but there's also already been interest in teams that are saying they're going to come to it. So we'll just wait and see what uh, the numbers are like before we uh, get too far committed there. Yep. Beauty, beauty. Um, down the road or... It, have you got anything other exciting, Ray? I mean, I know there's a few nights still to go in Auckland, but what other big events have you sort of got aside from the team champs Well, the biggest, um, uh, biggest event there in Auckland will be the Easter Speedway Spectacular, which is a – we have a huge demolition derby and a big fireworks display. Uh, Waikaraka is known for the best fireworks displays in Auckland. They say they're even better than what they put on Sky Tower. Yeah. So it's a, it's a great event and um, – Auckland Saloon Champs that same night and we'll have stock car racing there and uh, jalopy racing or street mm. car racing is a technical term for it is. But that's a that's a great um, great event. And then uh, we've still got, you know, the Auckland Street Stock Champs. We've got the Street Stock 290s, Auckland yeah. Stock Car Champs to come up, um, King of the Park for most of the classes. And then to finish the season, there's going to be at the moment, it's a thousand dollar stock car butchers picnic, but the prize money may increase to somewhere around that two thousand dollars. So, it's uh, that'll be the final final race of the of the season. Beauty. There's still a big season ahead. Just hope the weather <laughs> plays ball now. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's the thing. It may be may wash out and get too wet the track, and but hey, we're planning on. Having a bit of global warming, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, over the east coast, though, Miani Speedway, they're back into life this weekend, all going to plan. Yeah, um, the, I've seen some photos of the track and had some reports about it at the, uh, during the week, and it is very, it has been very wet over there, and I believe it's still um, raining. And But, hey, it doesn't take long. You get a good day with a bit of heat and a bit of wind and the track will dry out. Yep. Uh, Hawks Bay Street Stocks and Hawks Bay TQ Champs. Plus, we've got stock cars and super stocks all keen to get back there and go racing. I mean, it's like everybody we've 
That has starved a bit for speedway racing, and yep. with the crowds, it makes just so much of a difference. It does. I know someone who's making their return to the dirt track um, this weekend in Hawke's Bay, in the Hawke's Bay TQ Champs, and that's Declan Rowe. Oh, really? Um, okay. He obviously <laughs> was in the mini, well, mini stocks and mini sprints, got yeah. 2NZ, and he's had a few seasons off, and he's managed to pick himself up. Uh, it was the ex-Jordan Russ car. Oh, yeah. Um, King Chassis by Inslee up in Auckland. So, um, yeah, Declan's got a TQ, and I know he's looking forward to hitting the dirt track uh, once again. Um, in the TQ ranks though now so that'd be pretty cool this oh, weekend yeah, we'll be good to yeah. see some, somebody like that that's been around Speedway and done so much for Speedway in the way of helping out on the night too yep. with um, yep. looking after the various classes Yep. Um, I think the big one over there still to come through, you know obviously Easter's a big one at Miani and the Peterberry Champs have been rescheduled to the 14th of May yeah, 13th 14th of May is the date we've uh, got for that Peter Barry, so let's hope the weather plays yeah. plays uh, along the lines it should be, and uh, we can get that meeting underway. It's uh, well supported, and and the teams are all uh, committing themselves to coming, and so let's hope that the we can get it underway. Beauty, beauty. Um, so this weekend, five o'clock start at Miani, and I think it's the same price over there: twenty five dollars and adult, ten dollars a kid. Uh, twenty, I think. Twenty dollars. Yeah, it might be down to twenty. Yep. Twenty up there, I think, for this one. It's um twenty, twenty, ten, and fifty. Beauty, beauty. Yeah. And then, of course, we're back here, Robertson Prestige International Speedway. Um, the calendar's looking pretty full. I think I counted. If you if you add in all the obviously the double nighters, still eleven, twelve meetings to go. But this weekend, we're back into it. You've got basically most of the classes running, Bruce. We have. Yep. The super stocks and stock cars. We've got mini sprints. Uh, sidecars and uh, there's the midgets are going to be there and of course the vintage or classic stock cars so it's a it's a full-on program and it's a great way to restart again after the COVID lockdown I guess yep yep um, but of course the great thing is that is that NZ Superstock Teams Champs um, were able to run that and uh, over that Anzac weekend and uh, we're running uh, Saturday and Sunday. Yep. And of course, um, Monday afternoon if we happen to rain out. But um, hopefully that doesn't happen. Ah, we'll be right. <laughs> we'll be right. <laughs> I know it's a bit early yet, but um, screw down here. Is that going to be in the square or? Um, at the at, no, like? at this stage, the the council have told us we we can't have the square because they're um, setting up for Anzac Day. Yeah. Or the Anzac Day morning. Yep. yep. Mm. And. Uh, I guess they've got things to get set up there on the Friday, so it means that we can't can't um, use the use the square as usual. We'll probably do the scrutineering. We're looking at the stage at doing it in the pits. Yeah, there's plenty of room there yeah. down the centre of the pits there, and uh, the um, teams will start coming in probably around that twelve half past twelve, and then the public will come in maybe one o'clock. We'll yep. let the public in so that they can. Watch the scrutineering and watch whatever else happens there, and talk and buy merchandise, <laughs> and generally um, meet meet up with friends like you always do at Teams Champs. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. definitely. Also, see another class that we don't usually run here is the six shooters running here yeah. uh, next yep, weekend. They are they're, they're part of their Predator series. They run a Predator series, it's called, and this is one round of that. And um, we're expecting about fifteen of them to come come for that meeting on, on next weekend. So they're uh, non-wing sprint cars, they yep. are, with a Commodore V6 motor in them. And there is one that runs a V8, and they're trying to get approval from Speedway in New Zealand. A lot of them are very keen to convert to the Commodore V8 motor instead of the instead of the little V6. So um, it's something to look forward to for the future of that class, that's for sure. Beauty, be good to see them around. I mean, you talk, you talk about them all the time, Bruce, so it'd be good to see them <laughs> have, in Palmy. Have, have we ever run them here before? We haven't, uh, eh? Yes, you have run them. They, have we? we had some South Island ones. We brought a couple of truckloads of them up from the South Island hmm. three or four or five years ago, and uh, they put on quite a good show. The, the, you know, It's wheel, open wheel racing, yep, yep. so there's no room for mistakes. Yep. You, or otherwise you're upside down and going down the track on your on your roof or <laughs> exactly, roly-poly. Exactly right. Now, um, before I mention this weekend, just to not confuse people, um, Team Champs, there's still a lot of tickets on sale too, I believe. There are still some tickets available, yep, that you can – people that cancelled from the 
when we postponed, yep. and uh, there are tickets, I believe, still available. So if you want some good seats, there are some good seats there, and you don't need to be vaxxed anymore. I was just going to say, don't need the, the vax team, passes, so, so you can definitely come. So there's uh, quite a few people have been very pleased about that, that's for sure. Beauty. So get on to Ticketek, uh, selling the tickets. So jump on their website and, there's, and uh, make sure you don't miss out on your Team Champs tickets. But as for this weekend, 5 o'clock start, Bruce. Um, this time it's, um, oh, I should be right, 25, 10 and 60 yep. um, for your tickets to get in. That's adult, children and family pass. And we go racing at 5 o'clock. Yep. We're an hour earlier than what we have been just to... Make sure that we don't start getting a bit too chilly and that yep. sort of thing. So, and give us a bit more time to, in case there is a hiccup somewhere or an accident, and uh, <laughs> we don't don't go over time. Beauty. And this weekend, you need your Vex passport. Yes, unfortunately, you do. this weekend you do. It's not till the following night week. of the fourth yep. that yep. Uh, it's disbanded, which is which is really good news, I suppose. But why it could be done sooner? Yeah. Sooner, who knows? Nah, good as. All right, Bruce, Righto. awesome to have you back. Awesome to be back racing. We'll see you Saturday night, for finally. One. Thank you. That was uh, Bruce, and he's busy as always. Got three tracks on the run this weekend. But uh, we're heading a bit further south. We're heading through Transmission Gully. That's what we're doing. And we're heading down to the uh, Value Motors Wellington Family Speedway. So I've just knocked about 15 minutes off my travel time. So uh, I'm going to be there a little bit earlier, and I'm going to talk to Aaron Musgrove about it. Here you go, mate. I'm very good, Stu, and I, I'd have to say probably in a uh, Ranger it would only be 15 minutes, but any of that oh. quality, other quality product that you'd get your hands on, you'd probably be 20 minutes quicker. <laughs> I've seen all those Paisley cars lined up with uh, with red and blues behind them on Transmission Gully already, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> uh, so I think it's going to be great, great for the city and... Uh, so yeah, it'd be really great for the drivers if they all leave at their normal time. Then uh, we should hopefully have all the drivers getting there on time, uh, which would be quite unusual. Yeah, exactly right. Now, I know we've got a meeting to talk about, but talking about Transmission Gully, and I don't know if you were, uh, well, you would have probably been on the committee, and I, you, I don't know how high up the ranks you were at the time, but when the talk about Transmission Gully came about, there was that Peter Rees said he'll contract to Wellington. Oh, I wasn't around at that time, but uh, that might have to be a phone call tomorrow, given that uh, they've just opened up. Yeah, and uh, could be this could be a good wind up for him as well. That's when he was coming down each week with the um, Friday Home series quite a lot. Yep. so could be a bit of a laugh to to have him on about it. Well, I, I see actually uh, on a Facebook post uh, this week that his car's actually ready, so. Um, I'll probably be making him a phone call tomorrow anyways to, to see if he wants to come down. And I'd say that he'd have a good, pretty good chance taking away that 10 grand. And I, I don't know there'd be too many other people better in the country at runoffs mm. than uh, he would be. So, exactly so I think he'd have a pretty right. good chance. So I'll, uh, I'll say, Stewie told me that your <laughs> transmission opens and, yeah. uh, and you contact him to Wellington. There you go. Put it to him, see what he says, wind him up. Hey, speaking yeah. of the meeting this weekend, it's going to be a big one. Uh, obviously, you made the call even before the crowd thing was announced that we're going to go racing. You put in the hard work and behind the scenes, I say that is the committee in the club um, to go racing. It's just an added bonus that you can kind of pull down the barriers and bring in a whole big crowd now. Um, but so it's it's going to work a little bit different though this weekend still with the way of racing. You've got a sort of an afternoon meeting and a night meeting. So how's this going to run, Aaron? Yeah, so so you did right there, Stu. So we we obviously put in huge amount of work before the uh, before the regulations change, which to be fair is all kind of been gone straight in the rubbish tin now with everything that had been organised to to abide by the regs. Um, we've got the meeting being live streamed by Jason and the team at the Pits TV, which is pretty awesome. Uh, and obviously that was set up beforehand with the only six hundred crowd. Given that it was our first meeting in in about six weeks, we uh, you know being a club run venue where we're all about our club members and um, we wanted to make sure that every every single uh, club member was given the opportunity to get back out on track and um, that's one of the things that's one of our sort of four pillars that make our club and mm. so uh, given the amount of cars that we've got uh, you can't run all seven classes in one evening it just uh, you know you'd be there till one or two in the morning so we set it up with a bit of a staggered format um, so mini stocks obviously is our biggest class and uh, so they need to go a bit earlier. 
um, and then along with production saloons and modifieds, just so we had a big tyre class. So they'll be kicking off at three o'clock, doing their three races, um, and then got an hour and a half for us just to run the grader over the track, get it packed back down again. Um, we've got a bunch of new material on the track, so it's really holding the moisture now and, and well capable of doing the amount of races we're going to do. And then, uh, and then, yeah, onto the main event. And then, obviously, with the main event being the uh, Capital Pools Stock Car Ultimate Knockout and the Friday Home Superstock Shootout, both of those are quite uh, intensive as far as the program mm. goes. Again, there wasn't a lot of scope for adding extra classes, so it sort of made this this big double-tiered meeting format, which um, seems to have been really well received by the crowd. We've, uh, we've had a huge uptake in ticket sales. Um, and, yeah, the, the feedback that we're getting is pretty awesome. So I, I think it's going to be a great meeting. Yeah, so that's one. So 3 o'clock is modified mini stocks and production saloons. And what time do the gates open? Because I'm guessing the public can still come nice and early and watch those classes as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So we'll, um, obviously the pit gate that, that we let the drivers and crew in through will be open with the um, the retail side so that if there's any any fans that want to come in early and sort of do – go for the full marathon of the uh, the afternoon and evening they can uh, and then the main gates are open to the to the fans at uh, five o'clock so anyone that's wanting to come along early and watch watch the whole day um, is more than welcome they just need to come in through the pit, pit entrance obviously uh, finding volunteers and, and bits and pieces on a sad day at midday is quite difficult um, so we're stretched a bit thin but uh, we've, we've got to make it make it accessible for all of our fans who have been uh, probably as as hungry for racing as we have been yeah, definitely, definitely. That's the one, exactly. And I mean, you know, this was put on um, a while back, well, organised a while back, and, and I said to you, I'll be there. And then obviously Palmy put their thing up, they were going to run. But I've, I've told the, the boss man um, that my other boss, Aaron, has told me, no, I have to be there. So I'm going to be in Wellington. I'm looking forward to it, mate. Um, but I don't think I'll be very good. Does that make me your first wife? Is that the way Ooh. that works? Well, it's, it's like a work wife, eh? Yeah. A work wife. <laughs> But um, don't put me on the pit gate because I don't. I'm not good at maths, to be fair. So numbers aren't my forte. Um, no, the, the money to might not look very good, and it and it, and it won't be because of my pocket either. <laughs> um, <laughs> but hey, with this, um, very, very appreciative to have you coming down. You know, we love having you on the mic, and uh, and obviously given the two complex formats for the for the evening, having someone that really gets it to be able to uh, to explain it out to the crowd when what they're seeing on track can be confusing is also awesome. So, Yeah, let's let's talk about that and, and talk about getting it. So aside from, firstly though, aside from the stock car knockout and aside from the, the shootout, we've got um, saloons and street stocks during the the, the, the night program from from, uh, from six o'clock. But okay, let's, let's start off with the Friday Home Superstock shootout with $10,000 to the winner. How do yep. we run that? How, how does that format work for those so, listening that are coming down, that are thinking of coming down to Wellington? Because this is going to sell it to them. Sell it to them, right. So we, uh, we'll start on the negative first. We, uh, we were actually well up over 50 entries and then obviously COVID. Uh, just, just today I had three drivers um, unfortunately go down with COVID, um, which they're all quite happy that they're going down this week rather than before teams. Yes. Um, but obviously disappointing nonetheless. So we've uh, we've gone to a four and three format for the heat races. So the way the form the the shootout works is that uh, the drivers race over the course of the, the evening um, three heats. The top ten on points from those three heats will go through to the shootout. So what that what the shootout is is uh, ten versus nine in a in a three lap runoff. Um, just like you'd find at any other New Zealand title or anything like that, uh, with the winner staying on to then verse the next person up in the points, so ninth, eighth, etc. So it gives the opportunity for someone who might have got a flat tire in one of their heats and, and sort of you know managed to scrape through in tenth, uh, they've still got a shot at the ten thousand dollars because the ten thousand dollars is awarded to the winner of the final runoff. Yeah. Uh, as we saw last year, there was a few drivers that uh, actually moved through you know three or four places before being knocked out. Um, and and quite unluckily, actually, I, I think uh, I think Josh Prentice last year actually moved through quite a few, and then uh, then yeah, just got tagged at the wrong point and uh, didn't quite make it. But um, it certainly, you know, it's it's their three laps uh, to to do or die uh, and go through. And I think one of the other things that uh, our committees, when we put this together, was sort of um, as a, a secondary element to it is that most drivers will only ever get to experience a runoff when it's 
literally, you know, a New Zealand title on the line. So giving them the opportunity to to do it at a um, at a meeting that hasn't got a title on the line, albeit that uh, you know probably ten thousand dollars would go a lot further. <laughs> With uh, the, some of the prize money that gets put up for national titles, but uh, you know, being able to maybe do four or five runoffs in a row is, is certainly good for the drivers as well. And feedback that we've had from the drivers is that they love the format, so it's going to be going to be awesome. And the the caliber of our field that we do have uh, coming through, we're we're just under forty cars, and uh, and you know, it's the who's who of, of New Zealand Speedway, and we're, we've got drivers coming from all over the country, which is which is awesome to see, and we appreciate them supporting our club. Yeah, definitely. So when you say the the three four format, they'll be split into four groups. You'll have three groups on the track at once. So A, B, C for group for race one, um, B, C, D. All the alphabet will be mixed up basically, and they'll have so there'll be actually four four races, won't there? Four superstock races, but each yeah. driver will only do, compete in three of them. Correct. It'll be four full fields. So we we've got a max capacity of twenty six cars on our track. Um, and so I think that under the 4-3 format, we'll be at 24 off the top of my head. So um, there'll be huge fields for, for Wellington and um, and be some epic racing on our on our little circuit. So yep. yep. And then like you say, top the top overall points, I remember last year it was groups, so it was a bit different. But now it's just your simple top 10 overall on points are going to go through the first two cars on track will be 10th place uh, on points, taken on 9th. They'll do their three laps. The winner will advance to race eighth. The winner of that to race seventh, so forth, so forth. Now, last year when we done it, um, we had a, a break. Well, not a break, but if you if you went through so many, you could go for a refuel. No damage. There's no damage fixing, but you could go for a refuel. Yes, that that is correct. Now that was uh that was actually an unintended uh, issue that we ran into with a few of the drivers saying, well, hey, if I do. Uh, if I get through all ten rounds and I've had to, you know, idle round and once they do their formation lap and then their then their cool down lap, you know, they, they could be potentially doing forty or fifty laps. Yeah. yeah. So um, the average fuel tank's certainly not designed to take that. So uh yeah, if, if they get through uh it's generally four four heats and need fuel, um then then there's the opportunity there to, to do that. So crews will be on standby and uh and, and they'll be over the pit gate like a three minute bell to, to throw yep. some fuel in. And as you say, it's only for fuel. There's no damage. So if you get a, if you win your runoff with a, a flat left front, you've got to start your next runoff with a flat left front. Well, as you would as you would have seen at many a teams champs, I reckon some of the drivers actually drive better with a flat left front. <laughs> well, okay. Then if, well, there's the next question now to clear it up, and and I hope you've done your homework on this, Aaron. What about the right hand side tire flat rule in these runoffs? The right hand side flat. Unfortunately, is as per the SNZ rule, which is right hand side flat is deemed dangerous, and it's out. The only time that that changes is for teams racing. Yep. Um, and I, I believe, and uh, you can't quote me on this, but I believe there's a few tracks trying to run track only rules where they allow it, yep. uh, which is deemed to, to not be allowed. So, um, I would say come AGM time next year when uh, the remits come through, that there'll be a few tracks looking to, to change that back to allow stock cars to run with an outside flat as long as it's safe. Because yep. um, certainly in this kind of scenario, um, you know, if you get a flat outside front, well, that's going to be very disappointing for you to be retired, even if you're winning. So uh, it, is, yeah. it, it is a rule that, uh, I mean, uh, I can say that Wellington didn't vote for it. Um, that was our members. Our members all agreed not to vote for that rule, but it did still get through at the AGM. And obviously, Speedway New Zealand can only enforce the rules yep. the tracks put and agreed to. Yep, yep. Well, that cleared that, and, and I'm glad we. Yeah, that's a thought. Um, it was a thought on the spot just then. Is you know we saw some great. Uh, we we've saw we saw a couple of rollovers last year. We saw a couple of other bits and pieces last year, and some great uh, blocking maneuvers and and takeouts. The last thing I'm thinking right now is that we don't want a right a right hand flat in any of these runoffs. To be fair, <laughs> well, I think the confusing one will be is if someone gets a right hand flat and uh, just before it's called, uh, they you know they take someone to the wall and roll them, and you've got a car that's on its lid. Uh, oh. That's technically advanced, you know. But um, 
hey, those are, those are jobs for uh, the men that really the men and women that wear the, the red hats and and not myself. <laughs> so I'll, I'll leave them to those difficult calls and uh, and I'll keep to just handing out the big checks. <laughs> I said, that I I agree with you. We'll deal with that Saturday night if if and when it happens. But talking of that entry list, um, and and hopefully you can pull out ones if I name someone that's pulled out today because obviously I'm, I'm looking at the list from um, I think it's a day or two ago but you know like you've got your local boys you've got the Levine brothers Anthony Hocking Brad McGee Dar Robertson uh, Paulie Fairbrother Josh Kahui the list goes on on that with the, with the locals Paul Gaskin Richie Gaskin um, so all the locals are there Hilton Park is there in his new car um, yep. so a massive lineup there Simon's coming down as well for it um yep. that's all your all your local Wellington boys. Apologies if I missed someone. And then we look at the you know, sort of the, the, the big guns, and I'm pretty sure uh I saw is it Jason Long 2NZ and, and Mitch 3NZ. Yep, that's correct. And both yep. of them have reconfirmed uh after after Hawks Bay um putting on a meeting on the same weekend. Um again, like you though, they said we're committed and, and coming down. Um, and again, I think both of them have probably got a pretty good shot at coming into winning. So, uh, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll certainly take their loyalty. I certainly appreciate that. And yep. uh, I would say there's probably some some wallet coming into play there too. So oh, good definitely. on them. So great to have two and three NZ here. Um, obviously, Josh Prentice has said he's coming over the hill from uh, over the wire wrapper. He's coming over. Um, yep. Randy T unfortunately had to, to pull out. Quinn Ryan's confirmed. Um, yep. There's some big names coming down still. Randy T, unfortunately, was one of our COVIDs yep. from the last couple of days, um, which is yeah, he was he was gutted because obviously he made it into that final round. Yeah, uh, a couple yeah, of years and, back. Um, yeah. he, he's the one that got got walled in the, the third lap by uh, William Humphreys. So uh, yeah, he was he was desperate to come down and, and take that check away. Yep, definitely was. It's it's. The list is up on uh, on the Wellington Speedway Facebook page and and even on our Doing It in the Dirt page. I know Chris put the uh, the entry list up here. I'm having another quick squiz here. There's plenty of Stratford cars coming down as well. And it's cool to see um, the likes of Bryce Steiner coming down from Rotorua. He always supports these awesome big events. And uh, the one that sticks out for me, actually, Jerry Linklater is going to be running a Superstock this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Exciting, isn't it? Yeah, so... I, I, I always, uh, you know, having raced for Nui before, yep. um, a decade ago, you know, I've always got a soft spot for my V cars, and uh, and obviously with the Moonies in there and uh, a couple of other Wanganui cars, you know, you, you I, I think Wanganui is one of those tracks you can never, never discount them because they're very good at banding together and, and you know getting someone across the line. So, and as I say, you've only got to get into that top ten. You know, you're not having to try and take out the title in three races. It's it's as simple as getting into the top 10. Well, it's difficult and as simple as getting into the top 10. Yep, good stuff. So that is the Friday Home Superstock Shootout. And like we say, after that last runoff between whoever finishes top on points and whoever else makes it all the way through to race that person, um, $10,000 is all theirs. And proof of that was William Humphreys last year. He got 10 grand. Um, yeah. So that's I, that's awesome. I think the funniest part about that was I handed him the check and I had the photographers there. We had the confetti cannons. I was like, here you go, mate. This isn't the real check. Obviously, it's plastic. You can keep this one. But it said, you won 10 grand. He goes, really? Yeah. Went, yeah. 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 He goes, oh, so I actually get 10 grand. <laughs> I went, yeah. That yeah. was what this was all about. And he's like. Holy shit! And the photos just looked like just looked like I told him that he was about to lose his race car to a bad gamble. It was like <laughs> uh, it was the funniest thing. Honestly, the photos—he's stunned. He's absolutely I, stunned. So, yeah, I remember telling him. I remember you saying to me, "Whoever gets out, Stu, you've just got to get them excited." And I remember saying to William when he got out of his car, "You, you won ten grand," and like you said, and he didn't believe it. And I remember telling him, get excited, get excited, climb up like a sprint car driver on the back of your car, wave to the crowd. And he sort of just put his one foot on there, put his hand in the air, and in true William fashion, just just really bluntly waved in sort of disbelief as to wool, <laughs> thinking it was sort of a bit of crock of shit. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, I'd sign off the uh, the the transfer tool. I tell you what, it certainly wasn't wasn't that. It was uh, it was 
yeah, I think he would have been pretty happy with his off season. Yeah, I think this year we need to work on it. Literally getting the driver hyped. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll tell them in drivers' briefing that it's a that it's a true story, and they are yes. all there for that reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are talking with Aaron Musgrove, president of Wellington Speedway. We're going to have a real quick break here on doing in the dirt on NPR, and we'll be right back just after the brief break. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Well, welcome back to Doing in the Dirt here on NPR, Triple Nine AM, of course, on Spotify or Facebook. Uh, we're talking with Wellington Speedway President Aaron Musgrove about the uh, big weekend they've got, and we're just about to touch base on the Capital Pools and Spas stock car knockout. Let's look at the um, next event on the on the programme, the um, Capital Pools and Spas stock car Ultimate Knockout. Now, this is yep. the third season of it running as the best pairs from memory. I think it's the third. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the sixth overall or seventh overall, but the third season of it is best pairs. Yep, that's correct. So we uh, we ran it ran it. I think it's actually the ninth ninth overall. Um, we started out as a, a singles format, um, which the format was really great, but um, obviously it just became a bit of a drag race. It would have probably been a better format for saloons. Um, mm. And so we wanted to create a bit more action, get the boys using their bumpers a bit more. Um, so we stepped up to pairs a couple of years ago and, uh, yeah, never looked back with, with Rowan from, I think, the first year we had about 16 teams. Uh, last year we had 24. Uh, this year we've got 30. <laughs> so Wait. Uh, I think next year, if it keeps going on that trajectory, it's going to have to be a two-day meeting because it's, um, it's certainly well-supported uh, across the country. Well, again, I think it was at the capacity 36, kind of. And, and again, COVID and other tracks sort of running now did cut a couple out, didn't they? Yeah, no, so we're at capacity, which is 32. The, the format can't oh, work. Yep, from yep. We, yep. we can't have more than 32 cars on track for the seating race. So that's sort of my, my max at the moment. Um, and, yeah, we, we lost sort of four teams to, to COVID, picked up another couple. So, uh, yeah, I think at the moment, as of today, we're at, at 30. So, um, it's yeah, it's, it's awesome to see, and the you know that means sort of sixty odd stock car drivers all making their way to Wellington, which is which is fantastic. Yep. And so before we look through some of the pairings and the drivers, because again, uh, big name drivers coming to Wellington, um, how does that format work with the thirty teams? They obviously, well, the thirty peers. I'm going to call them teams. The thirty teams. They don't all go on track at once, do they? No, so uh, so initially we we run a seeding race. So um, there's two two races with uh, the effectively one half of each pair in each race. Uh, their points are added together, and that seeds them into the into the knockout format. So obviously, the people with the most most points go into the you know get first. Next, it goes into the into the the four groups. Um, so that way, obviously, the first place guy, his next competitor is fifth, and so on and so forth. Um, and then basically once they're in the knockout formula, they uh, the first race for this one will have seven teams in each, um, just because of their volume of cars. Yep. Uh, so 14 cars on track. And the idea is is that the, the, the pair gets given a front grid draw and a back grid draw, and they can choose to do with it as they will, but like teams racing. Um, so, you know, you might have pole and, uh, and six, and... And you go, oh, hey, I'm going to be the blocker and I'm going to be the flyer. And so you put your flyer off the front, your blocker off the back. And then the, the, the idea behind it from the club perspective is to get half the cars out there patrolling the pole line and the other half of the cars out there trying to win their pair, the, uh, the race. Yep. And the first two cars across the line or the first two different teams across the line uh, go through to the next round. So... If you get first and second, then uh, then that means no more than if you got first in DNF. So yep. it's only about the, the first car from each team crossing the line. So two yep. teams get to go first and each so, so like you mentioned, if, if your team gets first and second, you advance, but then the, the guy that gets third, him and his partner also advance because they're the second team across the line effectively. 
Yep, yep. that's dead right. Yep. That's dead right. So, so, so it's it's trying to benefit those teams that are actually going to go out there and, and have someone creating some action for the crowd, you know, doing some hitting, putting some cars out and uh, and, and trying to get their team through, which we saw last year with Regan mm-hmm. O'Brien and Josh Humble. We um, did. Every race, they were pretty much off the back. You know, almost you'd you'd think that they were they were done for, and uh, and both of them took turns at blocking and really pushed their pair up and second each time, and ended up coming through and uh, and and taking the podium. So, you know, it's, it proves it can be done pretty well. Definitely. So, you got fourteen cars, you got seven pairs in the first round, so that's four four. I guess you'd say uh, quarterfinals as such. Yep. Then top two from each go through to the semis. So. What are you going to have? Um, how many teams two will be semis. in the semis? Two set semis, each with four teams in it. So eight cars on track. And, uh, and so we run the two of those. And again, the top two uh, from the semis go through to form the final, which is, of course is the uh, just the, the four teams that uh, they got through for that. So effectively, a, uh, a driver who, who does all the races um, could end up doing the, the three rounds of the knockout, the seeding race, and uh, and we also run an all-in at the end so that all the drivers make sure they can get three races for, for coming down to visit. Yep. Beauty. She's going to be a big one. She's going to be absolutely yeah. huge. And looking at some of these pairings as well, um, we talked about 1NZ, uh, sorry, 2NZ and 3NZ in the super stocks. It's cool. We've got 1NZ, uh, Ben Ellis, coming down in the stock cars. He's paired up with Josh Humble this year. Yeah, so that, that uh, you know, obviously after all my Wellington pairs that I've got to put my money on, that would be my first out-of-town pair that I think has a, a huge shot at it because obviously Josh Humble was exceptional putting put the pole line. Uh, we've yeah. seen that before. He's understand the format really well. Uh, and obviously, you know, the one NZ, it's, you, you don't get that number on your door for no reason. So I think that's going to be a wicked, wicked pairing. Yeah, and of course, um, Humble. He did represent the Young Guns up in Huntley a few weeks back. He's always on the Spanners for the Hut Park team, so he's kind of an honorary uh, Wellington boy. Um, no. we, we look I, at if I have my way, we'll have a W. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he would. Um, I was looking at Sheldon Arapetti's actually coming out this weekend. He's driving one of Renee Hillier's cars, so he's racing his nine W, which is pretty bloody special number for that boy. And uh, yep. in the other petty family, so cool to already have the nine on the car, but he's actually two NZ as well. Don't forget, yeah, that's right. So we've got both one and two NZ coming down for this. Um, and yeah, as you say, there's there's a lot of things going for that uh, that car at the moment, not to mention obviously, uh, the obviously being Jared's car, the Renee Hui racing car, that uh, that's a quick car, and and so I think he'll he'll find himself right at home in that, yep. and uh, in. And Courtney Young, who he's paired up with, I think, uh, you know, is, is probably quite good on the picks as well. So, again, another uh, – most of the pairings that you sort of look at, they sort of have one really fast driver and one guy that you go, oh, I wouldn't go around the outside of him. So, I think there's going to be a bit of excitement. There will be. There will be. You know, there's plenty of other um, – the Wellington pairings all together. Um, I look at the likes of Corey Smalls called in um, Kyle Taylor, had to get a palmy car to help him do the job. <laughs> um, we've got, you know, Taylor Lamp coming down as well. There's a couple of Rotorua cars as well. Um, Brett Kelly and Willie Stevenson always support the Wellington Club from Hawke's Bay, and that's a great, just a great pairing right there. Two really good mates um, who, who – and Willie on the pole line, and Brett's been super quick this year, especially in Wellington. Here's a, a couple of pairings as well that stick out to me. Darren Gray and Blake Allett is back. He is, he is. So back from the UK, uh, added an extra nine to his car, and uh, and yeah, he's uh, he's back out on track. This is actually his first meeting back yeah. in the car, so it'll be interesting to see if he can dust off those race boots and uh, and get back to his you know previous young guns format. Yeah, uh, so form in in short time. So so what cars he got? Uh, I believe it's uh, Aaron. Aaron, someone who's a Wellington driver, he's had the car a while. Blake's uh, gone around, fixed oh, it all yeah. up. Yep. Done a bit of feel on it, and, uh, and obviously Blake's a bit of a perfectionist. So I've seen some photos of the car. It's looking super sharp, and yep. uh, and obviously, given his meticulous manner, it'll be well-maintained, so it'll certainly go the distance. Beauty. So I think he'll be one to watch. And then, and, another, then, the, and then another one, obviously, Lexi and Kane McDonald, the Beauty and the Beast. You were, that was the one yeah. you were going to say, wasn't it? 
was indeed. I, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know how Kane would react to being called the beauty part of that. That I know. Relationship. I thought the same thing. Yeah, but uh, no, nah, he he said he's going to polish the car and and get into it. <laughs> he definitely well, is the beauty part. <laughs> well, well, I uh, I was having a chat with Lexi. Obviously, she's our club captain at the moment, and uh, great folks at MTF Finance Upper Hut have uh, up the rollover money for this weekend as well. They want to see Ooh. want to see some people on their roofs. So yep. uh, we've got we've got three lots of five hundred dollars for the first three rollovers of the meeting wow. uh, for the stock car. Which Lexi obviously has, uh, she claimed our biggest one so far uh, yeah. last season, um, and she's quite keen to to pocket some of that cash. So I think you might see a uh, a four dub putt in the pole line, looking for some looking for some prey. Beast mode, literally, eh? Beast mode. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Just a quick run through a couple of others. Blair Blair Reece Smith always down in Wellington supporting it. Josh Walsh, his first meeting of the season. X um, 3NZ now the 35S. Um, Tyler Walker down doing double duties in the Superstock, and he's also in the stock car with um, with his um, stable mate Caleb Coxhead. You got Myzan Lees and Cody Lockett from Wanganui. You got Bryce Jensen, our captain of the Young Guns last year. He's coming back um, back down. He's bringing Will Hughes as his teammate. That's an exciting pairing. Triple Nine Racing. <laughs> yes, yeah, and then. Um, yeah, Here's a couple of mates of mine who I've known right from since I was a real young fella, Noel Bewley and John O'Lewis. Yep. <laughs> I, I think that might be the first time we've seen Noel out there this season or in quite some time. I think that's the first time in quite some time we've seen old Roly Noly out there and um, yep. especially Jono as well. Um, this is, this is going to be great. So, again, Wellington is just going to go off on Saturday night with these two great formats. And I've got to commend probably not just yourself here, to be fair, Aaron, because they've been around a little bit, but these formats are just sensational. Yeah, we try to make a good uh, good, good event for the crowd and, and obviously a good, good event for the drivers, you know. And uh, <clears throat> over the course of the season, if you're racing 20 meetings in there, they're all three-race format that, uh, you know, becomes a bit samey-samey. So having something a bit different, um, always, always excites them, and as you can see from the field, obviously we, we've got the formula, formula right, and uh, and yeah, we really appreciate the obviously all the out of towners coming to support us. It's um, it's it's awesome to see. Yeah, now let's run through a few formalities as well though for the weekend. Um, gates open. If you want to come to that early show, the gates open at about one o'clock ish, um, and it is the pit gate where the drivers come through. That gate, if you want to watch, that's the from the 3 o'clock show, which is your mini stocks, modifies production saloons. The main event starts at 6 o'clock. Those gates open at 5, the, the main railway carriage gates. Um, yes. So that's all that sorted. What's your pricing for the weekend, Aaron, for entries? $25 net out, $6 for family, and as always, under the 10s go free. Um, and we've also got, obviously, Jason and his team from the pits coming to do some awesome live stream coverage for the uh, the main show, um, which you can get that either from uh, wellingtonspeedway.co.nz or uh, from the pits TV. Um, both both have it streaming live through there. So if you're uh, anywhere else in the country and, uh, and, and you want to tune in and see some action, that's the place to get it. Definitely. And that's $35, I think, for that stream. It is indeed. We tried to make it affordable so that everyone yeah. could uh, watch it. <laughs> absolute bargain, absolute bargain. Hey, before we wrap up, um, the rest of the season, how's it looking for you guys? You've got a, a few more meetings on the cards, obviously, just to to get a few uh, championships through or a bit, a bit more racing for the club members. Yeah, so unfortunately we had a, a bunch of rainouts at the start of the season, so we missed out on a, quite a few of our Wellington titles and obviously getting those names on the cup is important for both our club members and the club. Um, so we've got a coming up, Next uh, next weekend, we've got the Wellington Saloon Car Champs um, by A&K Plumbing, which that'll be, uh, that'll be really awesome. We've got over a dozen cars just this weekend coming down to tune the cars and get them all ready. So wow. I can see a big field coming for, for next week. Then obviously a couple of weeks break over, over teams just to, to give everyone a breather. <laughs> and yep. then, uh, then back at the end of the month with uh, Triple Champs. So we've got the Wellington Stock Car Champs. Wellington Street Stock Champs, Wellington Modified Champs, and uh, Phil Patterson Modified Memorial as well. So that's going to be a massive meeting with three titles all going back to back to back. Uh, 
And then finally, finishing off the season with the uh, GMR Demolition Derby and uh, the Friday Homes Wellington Superstock Champs. So uh, we're running right the way into the second week of May. Um, I know that some other tracks are running a little bit later, which, you know, Wellington, Wellington doesn't have the best <laughs> weather track record for that time of the year. But um, we're hoping to get them all underway. Beauty. Awesome. Hey, great to uh, to see, obviously, before even the restrictions taken off, that the uh, the committee got into it to get um to get us back racing um i know you guys like you say big on club members and and big on um fans and just a a, a massive you know use our wellington family speedway and literally everyone that races at wellington is is just one big family to start with so great to have you on the show mate and i can't wait to see you on uh, on saturday and you're going to be a very very busy man i will be i will be it'll have to be your shout for hot dogs this week <laughs> Ice creams. We'll go for ice creams. It's far too hot for hot dogs. <laughs> ice cream. Sounds good, mate. We'll see you then. Beauty. Have a good one, Aaron. We'll catch up Saturday. Well, there we go. There's uh, Wellington Speedway President Aaron Musgrove, and yet it's going to be a massive night and good to see Wellington Family Speedway running once again. It's uh, always awesome down there. Hey, other tracks running this weekend, of course, Dunedin's own Beachland Speedway running this Friday tonight and Saturday night. The Battle of the Street Stocks. That is going to be an awesome event. Cody Gooch, of course, heading down from the North Island, ripping the boys down there. So uh, all the best to uh, him and uh, to our Street Stock guests we had a couple of weeks ago. They are 25 bucks an adult, uh, $5 a child. They've got a family pass, two adults and three kids for uh, for 50 bucks, And their gates open at 3, racing starts at 5, and that's going to be awesome. They've also got the Pitts TV down there, but uh, of course, you know, we know Wellington's going to have a mean, mean event to stream. Nah, good on, uh, good on Stuffy running a running a solo effort down there. So uh, all the best to him. Uh, Brewer Puna Speedway got the Dalton Sprint Car Summer Slam Final. They've got the uh, Hornby Liquor Centre Southern Midget Series and the Ryan Stone Tiki Memorial. Racing starts at six twenty five bucks an adult. Uh, that's there at the Racecourse Hotel, Ruapuna Speedway. Of course, we talked about Palmy, we talked about Wellington, Miani, all going to plan, should be uh, should be going to plan. Obviously, check the Facebook and uh, you'll find out from them. King Country Midget Champs, King Country Quarter Midget Champs as well, the kids there. They've got an awesome lineup of midgets. Um, they've got saloon, stock cars, sidecars, mini stocks as well. That's at the McDonald's Kiki Speedway and that's on Saturday as well. Racing starts at 4 o'clock, and then Bay Park Speedway as well. They've got the Super, the Bay Super Sundown Super Saloon 30 lapper. Racing starts at 6.30 up there. They've got the Bay Plenty 6 Suda Champs, the Bay Plenty F2 Midgets. It's going to be an awesome night. Check out their Facebook page as well. And cool to see from Rotorua, the Superstock Charity Event has now got a date. December the 16th and 17th, 2022. Mark that one in your diary. Book your accommodation. That's one not to be missed. From us here at Doing in the Dirt, hopefully now you can enjoy some awesome speedway racing uh, with big crowds. All the best of those tracks running. And a big thanks to those that support us. Pete at Rees Race Cars. Um, Gary at Burn Art Cars. And of course Ewan at Brewer's Apprentice and Speedway Garage. Until next week, have a safe one. <laughs>